Welcome back to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings with Blake Sule. Today's guest is Alex Hernandez. Coming live from the Fly Studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast! And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Sule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life to whatever you want it to be, and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the fly zone. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the fly host you love the most, and I'm back with another episode of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. And today I have another special guest on the show for you. His name is Alex Hernandez, and I actually linked up with Alex on Facebook through a group that we're both a part of, and just trying to keep this this engaging social entrepreneurship going on where I bring you other fly millennials who are doing exciting and inspiring things in their lives. So, Alex, welcome to the show. Dude, thank you so much for having me on, man. Um, like, dude, when you reached out to me, I, you know, I, no, matter, no matter what in my, no, no matter what I'm doing in my life, I, I want to connect with people like you. So when you, you connected with me, you wrote me, it, it, without a doubt, I was like, dude, let's do it. You know, what was my response? I was like, dude, hell yeah. Exactly. You know what? I think, uh, I think you set the record time for the fastest person to respond to me. <laughs> Literally, like five or six minutes later, hell yeah, yeah let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, telling you. And I, I was working out at the time. And, you know, and usually when I'm working out, I'm not even looking at my phone. But I kind of got just got a bing or a ding. And I looked down and I just saw it. I was like, oh, hell yeah. So I just swiped it real quick. And, that, I mean, there's a lot of value there. Um, when it comes to opportunities like this, mm-hmm. You got to jump at it, man. Oh yeah, you got to jump at this stuff as quick. I mean, I'm I could have waited a week, but instead of waiting a whole week to get this going, I was like, no, let's jump on it right now and let's get this going in two or three days. Let's get it. Let's get this down. So, um, yeah, dude, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, yeah, I love it. that. So, I've, just just for starters, just tell tell the listeners, you know, your quick bio and what you're all about. Uh, so, I'm a 21 year old entrepreneur. Um, born and raised in Las Vegas, Nevada. I am a co-owner of a startup company called Fission Energy. We're an energy product for athletes or for the average gym goer. Um, I'm sure you guys uh, you know what pre-workout is. So we're doing a supplement line. Um, I am the host of the H Project podcast. You guys go check that out on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, I'm a full-time business student, aspiring author, speaker, you know, the list goes on, man. But I'm just an entrepreneur through and through. Um, and this is what I live for. No, that's awesome. I think that's that's the reason why I like doing this show is that my whole my whole thing is that we're young right now and we don't have it all figured out. But mm-hmm. we're on this, you know, this this amazing journey. And, and, and what better way to do it than to be able to reach out to others that are like-minded and, and just bounce ideas off each other or even see how we can help the other person grow and achieve what it is you know, that they're trying to do. So just for just for starters going off of that, can you talk about you know your personal journey? Because I'm always interested in in the why behind mm-hmm. the reason why people do what they do. Dude, for sure, man. So we kind of touched on this earlier before we started the show. Um, we had a good we had a good chat. But I I am an entrepreneur through and through and I've known that since the day I was born. Mm. You know, they sometimes um, I mean, growing up, there's a lot of kids that really didn't know what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was the kid that couldn't relate to those kids. I always knew. I was 100% sure 
Um, and I, and I was, I was really strict and I was, I would not budge with that ideology. I remember my teachers, um, would be like, really? Like be realistic. Like mm. there, there's no security in going out and starting your own businesses. And you know, growing up and luckily I kind of have the personality is when I get really, really focused, I, I almost tune people out, which can be a good and bad thing, mm. you know, but but luckily, at, I was probably in like sixth or seventh grade, you know, and so luckily that I was able to um, stay focused and and realize that you know what, even though some, I mean, they maybe they might have wanted the best for me at that time, but that's not what I wanted. And um, creating businesses and uh, and and helping others along the way is what I live for. So, you know, going through school, I mean, I was an average kid, average grades. I don't, I didn't have a 4.0. Um, I never surely struggled in school, but mm-hmm. I always kind of knew there was more for me, you know? And, right. um, I kind of just did what I had to do to get through it, but I was always, um, I was always looking big picture. I was always thinking 10, 20 years on the road. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of like my journey, dude, and that's how I'm here now. I'm 21 years old, and to a lot of people, um, a lot of especially kids my age in college, still don't know what they want to do, which mm-hmm. is nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong at all. Um, I just never been able to relate to those kids, you know. And for sure, uh, you know, I mean, the entrepreneur journey it can be lonely at times, but it, it's. It, I mean, I luckily have a support group. I have a wonderful girlfriend who. Um, supports me Mm -hmm. i have a wonderful family that supports me and uh you know that's my journey so far dude so i love it and it's still ongoing so i i wanted to know what gave you your your first start into the entrepreneurship world was was your your company something that you recently did or did you have some other kind of side projects along the way as you were growing up dude i've been a hustler dude oh yeah all growing up, man. I remember. I mean, you probably do this too. Uh, in middle school, uh, I was selling candy. Oh. Out of my <laughs> Dude, you know, everybody. That's like the typical. Oh yeah. Um, I remember I went to like Chuck E. Cheese, all right, and I won all these little like they're little plastic poppers, and you put on there and it pops up in the air. Mm-hmm. I won. I won like a hundred of them. I don't remember how, but I went and I sold them for a dollar a piece, and until so I got shut down by the school because I sort of got at lunch. There was like twenty kids around me, man. And, um, you know, so I mean, that, that's kind of one of the earlier, um, kind of things, but I actually was a, a BMX rider. Okay. So I, I, I traveled, I did contests. I was doing like backflips, front flips. Dude, I was an extreme sport athlete at the time. Um, and I actually started it while well, I was working on a company even then. And mm-hmm. when I was riding BMX, I always knew, especially like when I was riding BMX, I was like, I'm gonna be a professional BMX rider. Right, right. But even though I was like, I want to start a BMX company. So, you know, I mean, I always had these entrepreneur tendencies. I always knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, so I was riding BMX and I actually started a company. It was, um, it was kind of like gloves, instead of putting them on your hands, they actually went on your grip. Mm. So your hands, you didn't have any gloves on your hands. Because the thing is, when you have gloves on your hand, your hands smell, they rip, you know what I mean? Exactly. So I, I put them on the glove. I made, I, I, Got a sewing machine and I was testing different fabrics to see what would have the best grip. So you could have that same functionality of having grips on your hands, on your gloves without right. having grips. You know, so I that like was that. the that was the first thing, man. And um, I started doing that. Uh, I had I went through like six or seven prototypes and just never could take off with it. Mm-hmm. You just could not figure it out. You know, and it it could have also just been a timing thing as well. 
I learned a lot of valuable lessons. But with me, I don't ever dwell on anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I've dude, I've failed ten times, twenty times, thirty times. I can't even tell you because that I don't I don't dwell on it. I move on, and um, you know, it is what it is. That's the entrepreneurial spirit oh, yeah. I have. So that was the first kind of thing that I did. I wanted to start a company, um, and then I actually retired from riding BMX. I was really good at it, um, but I, I, I kind of sat down. I was like, well, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I don't want to do it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see myself in five years riding bikes at the skate park. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. So I actually got into working out. Okay. So I started training, and I started working on my mind. And so I actually started working my body, which then in, like – created that platform for me um to build on that mm-hmm. self-development dude i'm telling you i started working out and it was game over from there dude man. started reading books i'm telling you man um that's where it really started dude my senior year in high school i was 138 pounds wow uh, I'm, yeah dude i was tiny uh and uh you know never you know i never even read a book by myself ever mm. outside of school i never read a book you know i've i've, I've probably read over 200 books now you know and i'm only four years out of high school, you know, that so amazing stuff. Dude. So yeah, you know, um, and then we started this, uh, this supplement company just because, you know, we being an entrepreneur, we, we just want to, I want to know how things work. Mm-hmm. And, and if I'm in something, which I was, I'm in working out, it's my lifestyle. I'm also a personal trainer as well. But, okay. um, I, uh, I started, uh, me and my partner started just like looking at supplements in the supplement shop and we're like, okay, we can make this. What's right. my Let's buy some products at, at, at wholesale price and let's just like make it for ourselves. So we did that for a couple months and uh, that people started taking notice and they wanted it. And we actually came out with something that, dude, is, is kill. it's a killer product. So mm-hmm. we just have to package it up and, and, uh, and, and actually launch it. So that's where we're at now. So, nice. um, you know, I, dude, I've been an entrepreneur. Everything that I do, you know, since I've been little, dude, so – yeah, through That's and through. Kind of, I, I knew I knew you were for real when you said you took out the sewing machine and started messing with the different fabrics. So that's through and through. A young a young rascal since day one. So I love I love hearing that. How often do you get to hear somebody that's already retired from one profession at such a young age and then still be able to move on to something else? And mm-hmm. that something else is what you're doing right now. So I wanna get into, you know, the the mind that you were just talking about. What what is it that those those self development books did for you that that you weren't already aware of before? You know what? I think what the no, okay. It's not necessarily the books. It's mm-hmm. knowledge. It's knowledge, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I I tell everyone this. I mean, I'm writing a book, and which we'll get into later. But I mean, one of my core values for myself is knowledge over everything. You know, knowledge of everything. The more tools you have. Um, the more opportunities you're going to create for yourself, the better decisions you're going to make. Now, I started working out. Obviously, you start seeing those physical changes. I mean, when you work out physically, it doesn't just impact you physically. It impacts you mentally as well, you right. know? And um, sometimes you're tired and you don't want to go work out. Guess what? Too bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it teaches you to be mentally strong. And so that's what working out taught me. Working out taught me discipline, persistence, um, and being mentally tough, books taught me how to, depending on the books that I read, I read a lot of entrepreneur-based books, um, you know, married to the brand. I mean, a lot of marketing books, business books, but I also read a lot of self-development books. But um, one of the first books that I read was um, The Secret 
mm-hmm. you know, the Law of Attraction book, Rhonda Byrne. She killed it, you know. So that was one of the first things I, I learned was that I can control what I do with my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I control the outcome of everything I do. So that's what books has really taught me. You know, um, I, I'm reading multiple books right now. You know, and it's, you know, reading. There's just so much knowledge. You know, it's almost like connecting with that author and talking to that author personally, like how you and me are talking. Absolutely. Uh, you can learn so much information, man, and. You know, it, it'll change your life. Seriously, reading has changed my life. Working out has changed my life uh, for the better, and it's gonna make me a better entrepreneur because of it. Yes, and yeah. one of the, one of the things that that I love about you is that you you've taken this 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 you know this opportunity that you have to to learn the different things that you want. You know, being able to go in the different sectors of business and 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 notice something and 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 take it upon and make it a part of your life, and then say, you know what. I can make some of these things too. You know, you don't mm-hmm. hear that often in, in in our day and age with so many opportunities available for us. You know, the University of Google is just a click away, and there's so many different things that you can just say, "Oh, I, I've never se- done that before," but I can go on there and and figure out, or even you know, reach out to someone who's a step ahead or two above me that knows what they're doing, and then learn from that person. And you can have. Yep. Your teachers can be anybody, and one of the things that I always talk to people about is that just because you're not in school anymore doesn't mean you're not getting an education. You know, every single thing that we do is part of education. You even have teachers who, you know, you don't even know personally, and you're still learning from them by whether you're watching, you know, YouTube videos or or listening to different speakers on TV or well, well, me and Alex do read books. There's so many different ways, and mm-hmm. and those things will help you fulfill life's yearnings in the way that you never even thought was imagine, imaginable to you at the beginning. And yeah. and something that I've noticed about you is that you know you're writing your own script, you know. And I'm also curious to know about what are some of the other things that that you, uh, you know, strive to do, you know, you've already done so many different things, but what else is it that you want? Um, obviously financial freedom, mm-hmm. you know, um, my goal is, so one of my goals is, is to be able to retire by 30. So okay. I have nine years, I have nine years left, you know, being an entrepreneur, I'm never going to retire. But when I say retire, I mean, I want to be able to make the decision or have the freedom to make the decision to be like, you know what, I'm going to take a year off and we're going to go travel the world because we can. That's true freedom. Working a nine-to-five is not freedom. No. It's, it's not freedom. And so when you're an entrepreneur, the end goal really is to buy back your freedom, is mm. buying your time. That's what the game is. It's not about the money. You know, it's not about, you know, I obviously I want, I want an R8, I want a Bentley, I want a beautiful custom home. You know what I mean? I want those luxuries, but it's not about that. I don't, I don't struggle with entrepreneurship. I don't take the entrepreneur roller coaster because of a car. You know what I mean? Right. I'm, I'm doing it to make a true impact in the world I live in. If that is my immediate world, which is those around me or globally. So we'll go back to wanting to retire by 30. Um, you know, I, that's by 30, I would love to start a family and I would love to be able to take care of them. And, you know, there's a lot of insight here. I was raised by a single mom. Mm. You know, I walked myself to the bus stop. I was home until 6 or 7 p.m. And we would eat dinner and I would go to bed. You know, I wouldn't change anything. I had a mm. wonderful upbringing. My mom is my life, guys. But 
I don't want that for my kids. I want to be able to take my kids to school, take them to lunch. You know what I mean? I oh, want yeah. to be there. Right. And luckily, my mom went to all my sporting events. She went to all my things. Um, she was a hairdresser, so she still had the independence to do what she wanted. Okay. But, you know, I want to do that for my kids. I want to coach my kids' uh, football team. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's true freedom. That's what I, I'm working for. Um, and so being able to retire by 30, I want to make $15 million. Um, 15 million because after tax, you know, you leave about, you know, 10 million, uh, invested properly. You make about $400,000 a year off interest. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? $400,000 a year off not doing anything. Dude, that's, that's freedom. Oh yeah. So, um, obviously that's one of my goals and I want to write a book about that. Um, but my other goal, my other goal, which I'll talk about the other book I'm going to, I'm actually writing now. It's Mm -hmm. called the legacy. Um, I want to be able like I said, to change, it make an impact on the world, not necessarily change the world, but make an impact on the world if that's my immediate or global. Um, and I want to leave a legacy behind. So in the book that I'm writing, it's I'm trying to provoke thinking and provoke. I want to provoke the the reader to think about what what are they going to leave behind long after they're gone. Right. You know. And you've probably heard of the saying. I don't know who said it, but they say they don't remember what you said. They don't remember what you got them. They remember how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. And so I really want that. I mean, I believe in that to my core, man. And um, I'm very family oriented, as you probably can tell. Right. And I'm very relationship oriented. And I want to help people. I want to bring people up in life. And one day when I'm when I'm gone, I want to leave a legacy where people think about me and smile. And they're like, wow, Alex took care of people. Alex, not not necessarily just financially, but he took care of people mentally. Oh, yeah. He, t- he took the time to talk with people. He took the time to sit down and listen or talk over podcasts with people he took the time you know i mean time is the greatest our greatest commodity right Absolutely. and so i mean that's how i want to be remembered man so i want to create a legacy uh obviously financially i want to be financially abundant and free but it's not just about money it's about you know the impact i make in people's lives dude man. so that's what that's yeah awesome. no, i definitely love that and again he's 21 right now so I have a lot of listeners who who vary between different age groups, and even for for instance, my mom, you know, she's she's starting something up new of her own, and it's inspiring to see her do that because she sees the passion that I get from what I'm doing, and and there's a, I I get why our parents' generation kind of lived differently, not knowing mm-hmm. necessarily knowing about all these different opportunities that were around, but I think it was because of them that I'm in a position that I'm in to do the things that I'm doing now and maybe the same is true for you as well that, yeah. that you got to see them and, 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 and take and kind of learn from what they were doing and say okay well this is the type of life that I want to live instead and, and do all these different things differently so parents you know my mom and dad love them both and because sure. of them I'm able to do the things that I'm doing and because of your mom you're striving off in a direction to do what you want and, and be able to give yeah. back to others um, this this Talking on that note, um, what is it that makes you want to, you know, write this book? I know you talk about, you know, being able to give back and leave that legacy, but why, why write another book? So I want to write books because I know how much they've helped me in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, books, unfortunately, don't reach everybody. Not mm-hmm. everyone reads, you know. I'm in, I'm in 
college right now, and and I think the teacher asked, he was like, well, how many kids, how many of you are actually reading books? And no one raised their hand except me. Wow. You know what I mean? And no one reads. And I'm like, guys, there's so much that you're missing out on. Um, so I want to read the book, books, plural, mm-hmm. because I want, like I said, I want to be able to make an impact on people's lives. And um, I feel like written form, um, I can really, really leave something behind as well. I mean, mm. that will be there forever after I'm gone. And um, reach those people that go to bookstores or go online and find books or who follow me and want to read what I have to say. Um, but the thing is, the, the, the written book is going to go hand in hand with the podcast. It's going to go hand in hand with the audio books. It's going to go hand in hand with the speaking engagements. They're all one, you know, and I want to be able to attract, you know, I'm, I'm more of an auditory, uh, auditory learner. I listen to podcasts daily, like okay. multiple. I listen to like two or three podcasts a day, um, and I learn a lot that way. Um, and reading, I never—I mean, I, when I first started reading, I didn't—I wasn't the best reader, dude. I wasn't um, getting all everything out of it because I couldn't always comprehend, or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm not that kind of a learner, so I want to be able to accommodate everybody um, in in the niche that I'm pursuing, which is self development, entrepreneurship. You know, there's auditory learners. There's, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I want to be able to do a little bit of everything. So writing the book is a legacy move so I can, like I said, leave a legacy and leave something behind for my kids to read one day and hopefully inspire them to do big things um, and uh, to just impact people, man, to, to touch people. And like I said, if I write a book, if it took me a year to write this book and it, I reached one person, I am a success at it. Oh, yeah, absolutely, 100%. I am, I am, I am 100% successful. I'm not writing the book for money. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and I haven't told anyone this, but when I come out the book, I actually might do Kickstarter, but I want to um, do some type of thing where you buy a book and I give one book away, kind of mm-hmm. like Tom's Shoes does. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to, you buy a book, one book, it will be donated to match um, because it's not about the money. You know, if, if my margin, if, if it costs me $5 to, to make the book and I sell it for five twenty five to cover, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. I don't care. I mean, like I said, I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it to spread knowledge. I'm doing it to spread awareness. I'm doing it to help others and leave a legacy. I love so that. that's why. I definitely love that. So who, how do you do all of these things? Do you have a team that helps you with all your different projects? Because I know, you know, with listeners listening in, well, how does he find all the time? No, what's, mm-hmm. what do you do? Ah, uh, dude, I am, uh, that's something that I've really worked on over the last two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, really honing in my time management skills and productivity skills. And, um, dude, day in to day out, I'm hustling, bro. Mm-hmm. I, um, I don't have a team. I, it's just me, my podcast. It's a one man show right now. Um, luckily with vision energy, I have a business partner, so he takes a lot of off my shoulders where we can kind of do it together. Um, you know, but right now, you know, I'm at, I'm still so early. Uh, I don't have the financial freedom to leverage to really bring people in yet, mm-hmm. but I'm you know soon, hopefully within the next year, I can really bring someone in to help me with the podcast. Soon, um, once we launch our company, we're going to be able to bring some employees in. Um, and so, you know, what I do, I do. Um, it's called daily disciplines. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's another thing from my book that I'm writing out, so you guys can't steal it, <laughs> but get from this. Um, daily disciplines. All right. So the daily disciplines are tasks that I do every single day. Um, there's five to seven things on that list. Mm-hmm. And as, as long as I do those five to seven things, I am a, that, that is a win day. I am successful. That day was a good 
day, even right. if I did nothing else. Right. And so those things include working out because I'm t- I need to take care of my, my physical body. I need to take care of myself. Right. Reading at least 10 pages a day, mm-hmm. at least. That's minimum. I mean, 10, 10 to 20 pages. Um, listening to a podcast a day. You know, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of some other ones I do every single day. You know, I've, at least I do so much. Um, making sure my, my food's on point, my water's on point. So you see, there's, it's not just business stuff, but it's everything, you know. It's, I mean, my physical attributes, going to the gym helps with my business stuff. Absolutely. Tremendously. Mm-hmm. But, I, I, you know, I have a plan. So my daily disciplines, as long as I get those done, it takes a lot of pressure off me because I'm like, uh, you know, as long as I lay my head down at night and I'm like, wow, I, today was a good day. I hit all my daily disciplines. I, I succeeded today. For cool. Sure. I mean, Absolutely. I can go to, I can go to sleep happy, but those daily disciplines do not include the work I have to do with my company. That mm-hmm. does not include the work I have to do with my school stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I really have to have a plan and every minute in the day is accounted for. Yes. I wake up in the morning I mean, at night, the night before the next day, I, I said, I'm like, okay, what do I need to get done? You know, what are my schedule things? Okay, I go to school from 7.30 to 3, or maybe I have a, the podcast at 12 o'clock. I first sure have to be there. I have clients from, because I still, I'm a full-time trainer as well mm-hmm. at, at this point. I won't be training much longer, hopefully, but I love training, but we can talk about that after. Mm-hmm. Um, I train about 4 to four to 9 every night. So those are kind of like, those are my my scheduled moments and then I can maneuver everything else throughout the day and like I said I mean I just did a podcast on adaptability um, and being able to adapt to your surroundings is tremendous in our success not just as entrepreneurs but as lovers um, in relationships or as um, if you're trying to reach a workout goal or a physical body goal you know what I mean Uh, being able to adapt because every day you're gonna have challenges. Right. Every day is different, dude. If if you're like, okay, every day at nine a.m. I'm gonna read ten pages. Every day at ten a.m. I'm gonna to go to the gym because I'm. I kind of think that way. I'm. I try to be structured, but where I had to learn was that you know what? Sometimes I can't at nine a.m. because I have something else mm-hmm. that has to get done. Or at ten o'clock, I have to do this. So you gotta take your daily disciplines and maneuver those in throughout the day. So sometimes, dude, I'm reading at eleven o'clock at night. Sometimes okay. I'm reading at six o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I'm reading between classes because I have a 30-minute break. So, you know, it's all about adaptability and being able to watch your time and make sure that whatever you're doing is helping your bigger goal. Exactly. So if you're working out, obviously that you can see that that's helping your bigger goal. You're reading, that's helping your bigger goal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So as long as you're you're on top of your stuff, man, and and I'm not going to sit here and be all high and mighty and say like some days, dude, I'm off. Like this last Thursday, you know, with my podcast, I try to be really transparent with people and I'm like, look, I preach hustle. I preach hard work. But dude, by the time Friday comes, sometimes my body hurts. Mm-hmm. My brain, my brain hurts. I'm like, man, I need to break, mm-hmm. you know? And so, you know, I made... A, a devotion to my girlfriend that every Friday night I don't work at all, dude. Mm. We have we have date night. We go out. I don't even look at my phone. I, love that. I don't even. Yeah, you know it's balance, man. It's you know I don't really necessarily believe in perfect balance. It's all counterbalance. But you know, I mean, as long as you're you have your priorities straight and you're making sure everything you're doing is accommodating tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know. And another saying I really like to say is do what are you doing today that your future self is going to thank you for? 
you know, a, a year from now is going to pass. A year is a year, regardless if you're in the gym or not, or regardless if you're reading or not, regardless if you're working or not, a year is going to pass. So buckle down, focus on what you got to do right now, get it done. And in a year from now, you're really going to be able to see what changed and what you're able to receive from that. So, you know, for those people that do have, I mean, I know some people have kids. I don't have a kid, so, you know, I can't relate with you there. But I know some people have kids. Some people work nine to fives. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have to get your shit done and everyone's different. There's no like one one size for all, you know, exactly. one size fit all. You know, if you have to work from nine to five and pick your kid up at five thirty, you know, how about you get audio books and listen to them on the way to work, or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Take that ten minute, take, get to your kid's um, daycare ten minutes early, sit in the parking lot and read, have a piece, some piece of quiet. You know, so I mean, everyone's different. So, like I said, priorities, daily disciplines, and just make sure you're just getting your shit done. Oh yeah, one hundred percent agree with that. Because if you want it enough, you know. As cliche as that is, you can always find the time to fit it in. And if that means that much, and if you mess up a couple of days or whatever, don't let that, you know, you know, deter you from getting back up on it. You know, I'm even the same way. If I don't do something for a couple of days, I'm still thinking about it in my mind. And the thing that I always tell myself is that we are not what we do but we are what we would choose to do. So, for instance, say you miss a workout or I miss a workout one day and just because I, something else came up that had to be taken care of. I'm not mm-hmm. going to sit there and be like, oh, man, I missed today. I'm not going for the rest of the week now. No, it's it's not yeah. going to take me off my game or if I had an episode that I needed to get done but I had to take care of something else. It's just given the the perfect world, would I do that thing? And if the answer is yes, then I say, okay, reschedule it for tomorrow or whenever I can fit it back in for the, once I have my other priorities taken care of. That mm-hmm. way I can still get done with what I needed to handle for the day. Exactly. And one thing I tell my clients a lot, I tell my business friends, I tell myself is, you know, it's really easy to get caught up in the end goal. It's really mm-hmm. easy to get caught up in being like, oh, I want $100 million. I don't have $100 million, so I must be a failure. You know, you know, you can't get caught up in the end goal. You got to really focus on obviously have the end goal and reverse engineer mm-hmm. and see what you got to do to get there. But what you need to worry about is what's right in front of you right now. Because if it's if you're not focused 100% on what what we're doing right now, this podcast is what I'm focused on right now. I'm not thinking about business stuff. I'm not thinking about workout stuff. I'm thinking about this. You know what I mean? Right. If you focus on the process every single day, you know what happens? That builds up on itself. Oh, yeah. Um, Darren Hardy wrote a book called Compound Effect. And this is where I actually established the daily disciplines from. Okay. Um, is where he talks about doing daily tasks that you that are mundane, that are like whatever. Like it, it's easy not to read 10 pages and it's easy to read 10 pages. It's like whatever kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's not going to affect you immediately. But in a year from now, you're going to be like, wow, holy crap. Like – the differences are huge. And he made an example in his book. Um, he said if you took a plane, mm-hmm. all right, and you, his destination, his destination was from L.A. to New York. They said if you change the nose of that deg- – the degree of the nose, a degree to the left, one – like one degree, mm-hmm. each, each direction, it will end up about 200 miles apart from each other. Mm. Think about that. You know, over time, you're going to really start to see that – you start to arc and that is what success is. 
you you know they say I mean a overnight success is ten years and it's totally true. Mm-hmm. You know you start here and no one notices it, dude. No one notices you. You know I can't tell you how many people were didn't even know that I was even in entrepreneurship or who didn't know I read books. Like people were like, what? Like you you look like a meathead. Like you don't read books. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, wow, I've been reading for years. But like now. I do the podcast. I'm doing this stuff. And they're like, wow, you're doing a lot of stuff, Alex. Holy crap. Like, I'm like, yeah, I've been working at it for four years, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not, I'm not going to stop. I'm just getting started. Like I'm nowhere near, like I'm still baby stages, but mentally, you know, I'm, I'm 10 years ahead. Like I know where I want to be. Um, but I'm very focused on what's happening right now as no, well. I love that. I'm very, very focused, you know, that's awesome. So I wanted to ask you what, and then I want to ask you about your podcast. But then also before that, what is your biggest frustration right now? Hmm. Right now. Okay. Um, biggest frustration now. Okay. So I just talked about the adaptability. Mm-hmm. So with my podcast, uh, so I do two episodes a week. I do one episode where I, I have someone on my show and I do an episode where it's just me. And I pick a topic that I want to talk about. And it, it's, I, it's either motivational where mm-hmm. I'm like, it's a very basic motivational with music in the background or it's like just a straight up like episode where I'm like, dude, today we're talking about adaptability and I'm going to tell you what you need to do and why. And, and I, the way I pick those topics is because – I pick those topics is because those are the exact things that I need to hear at that moment. Mm. Believe it or not, those are the things that I'm going through right now. Mm. So last week um, – you know, I get frustrated with the days that my body and my mind are very tired but that I want to keep going, mm-hmm. you know, I get frustrated with myself because I, I expect, you know, I, I mean, I could be hard on myself because I do expect a lot out of myself. Okay. I do expect a lot, you know, I expect my daily disciplines aren't a want. It's an expectation. I mm-hmm. expect that to be done. That's like ground zero. I expect to, you know, work hard. I expect to be focused and, you know, and, and if some days when I'm not, or maybe, I mean, I, on this Sunday, you know, I, I laid around, I vegged out and watched football for all morning. And, you know, you need that. And sometimes I do get frustrated. Um, at the end of the night, I'm like, wow, I didn't do too much today. Like, what am I doing? So I get frustrated with myself. Okay. Um, for, I mean, I would, I would say, uh, for the lack of progress at times okay. is what I get was, was what I would get frustrated at. So to answer your, your question, the lack of progress at times, because like you said, well, like I said, Doing the mundane things over and over again aren't necessarily fun or innovative. Right, that's not sexy. They, it's not. It ain't. It's not sexy, man. But they build on themselves, and you don't see that. I mean, it could take a month or two, and you might not see much results. It's easy to get frustrated, even me. And I preach this stuff day in day out, and even I get frustrated at times. So, I mean, that kind of gives me lever or I mean, a foot to to stand on when I talk to people because I'm like, look, I'm going through it too. I'm not some hotshot millionaire that's like, oh yeah, this is what I did. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm a big. I'm not a big. I'm like, guys, I am in the trenches, guys. I am in the trenches day in and day out, just like you guys. Like, mm-hmm. I get frustrated just like you guys. Um, and, you know, and so with me, when I'm sure everyone else, I get frustrated with the lack of progress at times. Um, and so at those times, what I recommend to people, and what I have to tell myself or my girlfriend has to remind me sometimes is to sit down and reflect on what I have done Yes, and, and, you know, and be grateful for what I have, you know, and 
I, I preach a lot of gratitude, man. I, um, uh, I have a podcast dropping today, which I talk about a little bit in there, but I'll say it on here as well. I have a, a silent alarm on my phone that goes off at every day at 2 p.m. It's a silent alarm, and mm-hmm. it says, what are three things you're grateful for? Mm. Because I think gratitude is such a huge, important place to come from, man. Like When it comes to relationships, when it comes to business, being grateful – you know, you you tend to realize, you know, some people have a, a lot of people have it worse than you. you. Know when we live in America, we're free. There's a lot of other countries people don't have those opportunities that we have. Right. So sitting down and realizing that my problems aren't really problems, my lack of progress, my well, my interpreted lack of progress is not a big deal. And to sit down and be grateful for the relationships that I have, for the businesses I have, for the gym, being able to walk, mm-hmm. being. Being able to smell and see and hear, you know, people take that stuff for granted. I do too at times. So it's important to sit down and be like, you know what? Life is freaking good. Yes, life, it is. Life is good. Even though right now emotionally I don't feel good, life is freaking good. Man. So, no, I, I, loved, I love that, that perspective. And that's the other reason why I like having younger people on or people who are still going through things because mm-hmm. as one – because once we move on 10, 15 years from now, we will still be passionate about it, but it necessarily won't be in the moment, you know, no. live action, you know, play by play about what's happening right now. And, and, Indeed, and, and exactly. this is so amazing to hear hear these things coming from you about what you're going on. Because I'm the exact same way, you know, when yeah. when uh, when progress isn't being made as, as, as fast as I think it should be, but then I realize is that, what there's really no expectation on how fast and slow I think it should be going. It's just sure. making those improvements every day. Exactly, and you know what? It's another interesting thing. Imagine in ten years from now, man. Mm-hmm. Imagine where we're gonna be at, and imagine, let's say, I hit my goal and I I make fifteen million dollars by the time I'm thirty. You know what? People are really gonna be able to value or get value from me at that point. Yeah, I'm have the podcast, and it might be. Hundreds of thousands of subscribers at that point. My books and all that. Yeah, it's going to be super awesome. But you know what? They're going to find this podcast. They're going to find the early podcasts that I've done. And that's where the true value is. That's where the golden nuggets are. You know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I try to get people on my show that are in the same position we're in, dude. Um, I I have some some good people coming on who are um, have big names and are doing huge stuff. But you know what? I really do look for those people that don't aren't necessarily there yet, but that are working day in and day out because there's a lot of freaking value mm-hmm. in people who are in the trenches right now. When you're a millionaire, you're not in the trenches anymore. No. Like let's be <laughs> let's let's be real. When you have 15 employees, you know, yeah, you're overseeing it and you have a whole different set of challenges, but you're not in the trenches like you were when you first started. Right. So I like to get that interpretation. And that perspective from people that are like us, that are in day in and day out in the trenches hustling. Um, and you know what? And I really hope that I never lose that, man. I hope when I do make millions, I'm, I will stay hands-on and I stay um, really involved and I stay really transparent because I'm telling you, that's, that's where this our day and age is going anyways with social media. But for the sake of others, because there's a lot of millionaires that you know how hard it is to get in touch with those people? So hard. So hard. And I, you know what? I really take pride in saying, yes, let's do this. Like mm-hmm. in seconds. I don't even have to think about it. I'm going to say yes. And if it wasn't good, 
Who cares? Whatever. I mean, whatever. You know, who cares? Mm -hmm. But taking this opportunity, man, um, is I'm grateful for, dude. For thanks, thank you for reaching out to me and letting me come on here. So no, I think it's awesome, and I love the energy that you brought to the show. And I'm a quote. Quote two of my favorite rappers, Jay-Z and Biggie Smalls. You know, I don't know if you heard that song. It's an old song, and it, and Jay-Z talks about how Biggie told him to, that he, the reason why he was able to hustle so hard for so long while he was still alive is because he treated his first like his last and his last like his first. Everything. For everything that he ever did. No matter how much money he made or however he felt he was such a big success, he always treated that song that he was writing... Like it was his very first song, and if it, if it was his very last song that he would ever do. Yep, there's a lot of value there, man. Oh, there's yeah. a ton of value there. Yeah, it just shows you how focused he is on everything he's doing, man. Mm -hmm. So it's hard. To, it's hard to beat someone who's 100 percent in, dude. It's really hard to beat someone that's 100 percent locked in and focused. So especially if you're not. Oh so yeah, that's dope. Definitely. Okay. So, last question I wanted to ask you is: Bring it on, bro. Fulfilling life's yearnings—that's what I call this show. I'm curious to learn what does fulfilling life's yearnings mean to you. If you had to sum it all up. Ah, okay. Uh, easy, easiest question of the day. Filling life's yearnings is to make the person next to me feel better about who they are and mm -hmm. what they do. Bring value to every relationship that I'm in and even those that I'm not in somehow bringing value to those people as well. Um, so if when I'm 100 years old, I think I'm going to live till I'm 100. I mean my goal for working out is to work out so I'm 90 to 100. I swear. I'm, that's how I work out. Mm. And, and that's the same reason why I take care of my mind when I read and all that kind of stuff. But I hope that I'll feel, I will feel fully – satisfied with my life if I'm laying on my deathbed and I knew that I had an impact on someone's life that either changed the direction of their life or made them feel better about themselves, even if it was momentary, like mm -hmm. even if it was like, wow, like he, that person smiled at me. I feel really good because we never know what that person's going through. Oh, yeah. We don't know, man. I don't know what you're going through. You don't know what I'm going through. Everyone's so different. And some you never know who you could be saving just by taking the time to talk to them, to smile at them, to say hi, to hold the door open for them. And, you know, just to be a good, genuine person. That's who I want to be. And if if I feel like I was able to fulfill that, I my life is complete, bro. I love it. That's Alex so. Hernandez from the X H Project. Yeah, yeah. Check him out on Thanks. his podcast. I'll also be putting that in today's show notes, so you can go on over and and get some other great, you know, podcasts while you're going throughout your day. Whether you're in the gym, you know, at home, traveling to work or school, these mm -hmm. are the type of things that they may seem boring or whatever, but they're so necessary in life because they're just going to help you get to whatever that next thing is that you're working on. And like I say, for my show, it's, it's you got to know what you want or know what it takes to get it and then act on it. That That's so key. And by doing these things every day, just like it is when you wash up or you eat food, those things are necessary for you to make your life better and to have, you know, substantial, a substantial level of well-being. Same thing like this. If you feed it, with more positive and helpful things that get you to the next level than with the junk 
on a regular, continual basis, then in a year from now, a month from now, you'll start noticing that you start thinking differently and behaving differently in your day-to-day life. And that's so important because by you becoming a better person, you'll also make the people or even guide the people around you in your life to live a better life as well. Dude, couldn't have said any better, Bram. Couldn't have said any better. Absolutely. So thanks again for listening in. That was Blake Sway with Alex Hernandez. And go out there and fulfill your life's yearnings. Thanks for listening to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. I want to know what your biggest takeaway is, so please head on over to fulfillinglifesyearnings.com today and click on the show notes link for today's episode, which is located on the homepage, and leave a comment. The show notes page is where you can find the resources mentioned during the show and will be very valuable for you on your own journey. To stay up to date about what's happening, please subscribe to my newsletter and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And while you're subscribing on iTunes, it would definitely mean a lot to me if you would leave a review to show future potential listeners of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings what you think as your voice helps them decide if Fulfilling Life's Yearnings is right for them. Now it's in your hands. Are you ready to fly? Until next episode, stay in the zone and make today a fly day by taking action on your dream.